Welcome, my children, to the family reunion that is PTBP. It's your Auntie Wolf here to talk your ear off while feeding you some room temp potato salad. If your potato salad ain't wet and milky, you're making it wrong. I'm feeding you live from 694.2. I think maybe from Ocean City still. I don't know, man. I ain't looked outside in a minute. This week's Howlin' with Wolf is from Rob in Atlanta. Rob writes, Morning, Wolf. Big fan Rob calling in from the city. In my last year of law school, I gotta tell you, it's wild how often local officers ignore all kinds of laws. Hell, most forensic evidence is based on experience rather than scientific method. Shout out to my good buddy Sudek, who told me about y'all in the first place. I was hoping you could play a song I hear people mutter around campus. It goes, Shaka, Mr. T, Felicia, all over the sea, yeah? Real earworm, Wolf. I think it's by the police. Well, hello, big fan Rob from the city. I wonder if you know small fan Rob from contention. I bet y'all would get along together real nice. I have no idea what this song is you speak of, and I know so many songs. I have played so many different tracks, I can hardly keep track of them all. If you want to write up something for your Aunt Wolf to howl, please submit your memorandum as a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and I'll read it here on 694.2 PTBP. Ocean City, New Jersey's wettiest and sweatiest radio station. Ooh, I've got a bad case of the ooze. Doctor, doctor, give me the news. There are two pieces of evidence in this case against Arvin Chilton that just don't add up to this wolf. First off, Eileen McCarty, the ex-wife who was brutally chopped to pieces on March 21st, was seen by multiple witnesses at a gas station in upstate New York two days later on March 23rd. And later, that same day, At that same Shell gas station, the clerk, a 59-year-old man named Quentin Harris, was stabbed repeatedly and disemboweled on camera and very clearly by Arvin Chilton. If that wasn't bizarre enough, this bloody and horrific scene took place out in the parking lot by the gas pumps. During the savage murder, a car pulled in to refuel, and did so, all with Chilton and the dying clerk, Quentin Harris, within five feet of him. Despite looking around several times, somehow seemingly straight at the seriously shocking scene, the gasoline purchaser got back in their vehicle and drove off as if nothing was amiss. I tell you what. Wolf here might have just done the same thing to avoid having to talk to the cops, but damn, it ain't right. However, it's okay to be wrong every now and then. Proving my point with his pleasing pipes, it's Brian Bolger with Bad in a Good Way. Feels like I'm on the last bend of the deep end, but the drowning. Spend 
stop, freeze my mind I'll be alright, I can go there now that I stare death in the face I'll be alright, I can go there now that I've stared death in the face Bing bong, rolly jays, do bing bong, rolly jays hey. Bing bong, rolly jays, do bing bong, rolly jays. Hey, hey, bing bong, rolly jays, bing bong, rolly jays. Everybody now, bing bong, rolly jays, bing bong, rolly jays. So, do you guys remember back in, oh gosh, how, how long ago was this? There was a few years ago where suddenly everyone that Taylor and I knew from college, Taylor being my wife, for those of you who are new to listening, you can see her guest appearing in a certain parts of the podcast in season one and pretending to be B-Ball. Uh, but was that a reference to season one? God, no, <laughs> said no references. Ah, oh, no references to season one. So when Taylor and I were younger, uh, I, we're twenty nine now. When we were probably twenty five, a lot of people here that we knew from college in Springfield, Missouri, started getting married. And I was supposed to dress for weddings and I didn't have any fucking money at all. And so I was <laughs> like basically what would happen is I didn't have clothes to wear to a wedding. So every single time I got invited to a wedding, I would go to Kohl's because Kohl's has an insane return policy, a very, sure. very good lax return policy. And so I would go and I would get a nice tie or a nice uh, suit coat or whatever I needed to go to this uh, wedding. I actually, I said tie, but I never wear ties. But I, I remember specifically for this story, <laughs> I got a new suit jacket from Kohl's, a nice, nice discount suit jacket that looked nice on me. And then I wore it to this wedding. And this wedding was actually really fun, but it was one of Taylor's friends from like long time, family, friends from, from an early age. Zach, I just want to get one thing clear real quick. Yeah, hit me with it. You lied about the tie. How much of the rest of this is a lie? Oh, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is all set up. And so I went, to, uh, I went to this wedding and I didn't know like anyone there. And Taylor was like in this group of four girls. She was one of the bridesmaids and they were just having like the time of their life all reminiscing about when they were growing up together and I was pretty lit uh, and did the photo booth by myself well lit (laughs) (laughs) so there was a photo booth there that would take four pictures of you and then spit out a little uh, a little image there like you might in a photo booth and there were lots of little props there so I put on four different hats and just stared ominously <laughs> directly into the camera very with with like the saddest face that I could muster and so I had this amazing group of four pictures of me in this looking fresh in this coal suit <laughs> and I, I took these pictures and I was like man I am going to love these pictures for ever and i stuck them in the inside pocket of my suit jacket and then i returned that jacket to kohl's (laughs) and as soon as i walked out the door i thought oh no (laughs) there is a picture of me inside of the pocket of that jacket and not only is it just a weird set of four pictures of a guy by himself looking sad (laughs) as possible he's wearing that suit jacket jacket that that you just bought yeah (laughs) 
at least it looks like you're having a bad time in that jacket. Right. So like if the if the Cole's return person found it, they would be like, oh well, I see. He I did, see. He did not enjoy he had the a bad jacket. Time. It was. This jacket would only bring forth negative memories for this sad man. But if he did just like throw it back on the rack, somebody had the biggest mind fuck. Yeah, yeah straight yeah. up. Maybe not. They probably realized immediately what had happened. That's weird that my suit this jacket asshole. is coming with stock photos. Yeah. <laughs> of a sad man in this jacket? This kid looks poor. <laughs> they would have said based on how scraggly my beard probably was. You, yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you were a great big fat person back then, right? <laughs> Buffalo Bill would have liked you. <laughs> no, no, no. Not. That's just for us. I am not editing that no, out. No, do take out the body shaming. I that's just because we watched Silence of the Lambs. <laughs> It's literally that it makes sense for this exact I know, moment. and you were a great big fat person. <laughs> <laughs> I quit drinking soda, and I quit drinking uh, Tom Collins's every night, which at the time, for some reason, my mind was like, I don't understand how every night when I drink three pint-sized gin and tonics with extra syrupy lime juice poured on top of it. I don't understand why I'm getting so fat. <laughs> yep. So much sugar. The calories in a drink will get to you, folks. Yeah, but the calories in a drink that's also filled with l- syrupy sugar is also no bueno. I was literally putting simple syrup and sugary lime juice in a drink that already had tonic water in it because at the time I didn't know that tonic water already had a bunch of sugar in yeah. it. Like as much as a soda. That's why it's good. That's why it's so fucking good. Uh, so now I just drink beer. <laughs> <laughs> it's honest, you know? <laughs> it is what it is. Beer for when you're counting calories. It's fermented. <laughs> you can count a whole lot of them. <laughs> If you're practicing this well, I saw a tweet that said I'm Midwest sober, which means I'm just drinking beer these days. Holy <laughs> shit! There was a in Mad Men. There was a this guy like peed himself uh, before a meeting, and they're like, "You got to go to rehab." And one guy was like, "Yeah, I know. So and so went to rehab, and he only drinks beer now, so he's doing good." <laughs> uh, that actor, Isn't that Brian who, Doyle Murphy. Yeah, he yeah. was in God Bless America. Brian Doyle Murray, and that movie fucking rules. Yeah, uh, it's it does. It really does. right. It does rule. It's fucked I, you up. You know what? I haven't seen it in a long time. You're right. It I might don't know. Suck. It might suck. <laughs> I only recognize that guy from Shameless. He played like a. Cuck he dad. played William H Macy. What's yeah. in Shameless? It's Bill Murray's brother. Yeah, he's Bill Murray's what? brother. What? Yeah, guys, he's that pretty famous. <laughs> Not Bill Murray famous, but sure. I don't think it is the guy that I'm thinking of. If you're thinking of Brian Doyle Murray, then it is. But if you're if thinking you're of the guy who pisses his pants in Mad Men, that's is. not Brian Do- Doyle Murray, is it? Yeah, it yeah, is. It totally is. Hold on. What's his character's name in that? And that's his whole deal is that he's the fun drunk guy, right? Until it becomes too much of a problem. Yeah, yeah. this guy's yeah. not in Mad Men. <laughs> the guy you're so, thinking of? So that's what I was going to say. It's his other brother. Look up look up Bill Murray's brothers. Other brother. Oh. Yeah. He's another brother. And they eat nutter butters. Dude. Nutter butter. I fuck with a nutter butter. Yeah, dude. Uh, for some reason, you're on right. the outside yeah, of a nutter Joel, butter. Joel Hold Murray. on. I'm talking about nutter butter. <laughs> Uh, I didn't know that was Bill Murray's brother. (laughs) Oh, shit. I thought Joel Murray was Brian Doyle Murray. Oh, this whole time it was Joel, not Brian Doyle? Yeah, Joel is in um, 
Mad Men and God Bless America. God Bless America. Yes. Yeah. What were you saying though? Before I rudely interrupt, he he was waxing poetic about nutter butters. <laughs> oh, nice! It's the it's the sugar crystals on the outside that really do it for me. If I'm being completely frank, there is nothing more horrifying than listening to a podcast and you know that the hosts are incorrect, <laughs> and they keep saying the thing. If I knew who Joel Murray was, right. in my heart, yeah. I would hate this. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let's give them some negative feels because no, we are man. dealing with some very unsettling situations here. Wait, what are the peanut chocolate peanut butter? Nutter butters. Wafer nope, there's things. No, oh, I know exactly. Oh, what are those called? Fuck. I like those more than nutter butters, but I do like nutter butters. Oh. Chocolate. Are those puffer nutters? Peanut. No. Butter wafers. What the fuck are, are called nutty buddies? Nutty yeah. buddies. Yeah. Or nutty bars. Yeah. Nutty buddies. Well, then nutty what the bars. fuck is a nutter butter? Nutter butters are shaped like a peanut, aren't they? Yeah. Yes, with, they are. And there's the no chocolate. And a fluffer nutter is marshmallow and peanut butter sandwich. Is that exactly what Elvis ate? No, he liked something with peanut butter, jelly, That's and bananas. That's right. Peanut, peanut butter, butter and banana, banana yeah. and honey. And honey. And You're chocolate. just the devil in disguise. <laughs> That's a fun Elvis that song. Thank you. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's get a recap of where we were at last time because it's been one. I mean, yeah, it's a been. Week, we can let yeah, them it's in. Been. It's not been one week for us, but it has been one week for the listener. So let's give them a nice little recap to get Get them in the mod for where we are now. Uh, shit's fucked up in Ocean City, New Jersey. Yeah, it really is. We got freaking, uh, what's his first name? Arvin Chilton? We got an ex-Delta Green agent slicing up eyeballs. That's right. And not slicing oh! through the eyeballs. Girl, you're so groovy. I want you to know. I don't slicing know what... up eyeballs? No, I don't know. I look at your moon, chin, and Lucia. Pixies, bro. It's a pixie song. That's why I said it. <laughs> oh, oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I read Fight Club. <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. Frank Black's best book. <laughs> <laughs> What's Kim's deal, though? All right. So when you guys. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. And the deal is that she's in a better band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, things are bad in Ocean City, New Jersey. Uh, we got an ex Delta Green agent who's killing people close to him in his life. His slicing ex-wife. up eyeballs. <laughs> slicing up eyeballs. Well, he's not slicing them up, though. He removed them carefully. He's taking them out That's real right. surgically. We got down there. We got met up with an FBI agent who uh, pointed us toward his uh, domicile, and we went and talked to the landlord there. He was kind of a weird guy, and then I think it was him who recommended we go over to a cafe and have a little lunch. That was actually uh, Mark Quinlan. Oh, Quinlan. that's right. We yeah. went back and talked to the NYPD who had been on this. She was, uh, yeah, she was Newark. Newark. Newark, yeah. right. Did she give us anything good? She t- she disagreed with Uncle Jimmy on the fact that Eileen McCarty he he had this idea that Eileen McCarty w- was not the body that was found in her own home because she was seen by witnesses in two locations. But she was like, it's definitely her. Yeah, and then later Agent Sparrow, when she was looking over the actual high res like digital files from crime scene photos, came to the same conclusion because Garza. Uncle Jimmy with the FBI was using these like printed out mayonnaise covered mayonnaise covered crime scene photos. Uncle Jimmy was he was gross. Yeah, he was gross. He was gross. Yeah. 
Agent Garza was pretty unprofessional. We <laughs> went to Arvin Chilton's apartment duplex, which was above Alexander Duchesne's. Well done. Apartment. Luke did that without notes. I did. <laughs> I don't take notes, folks. <laughs> and we looked around. He had a bunch of Shakespeare in his duplex. And then uh, we went downstairs, and his landlord, who lives below him, had a copy of As I Lay Dying. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually yeah. the things they carried. Mother Faulkner and... that, that He, he had was... a copy of That Thing You Do. <laughs> <laughs> he had a copy of There's Something About Mary, <laughs> and it was clearly overdue from Blockbuster. That's right. What was the name of the... There still existed in It was called Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. <laughs> right. And we all sat down and watched it. <laughs> Luke, we literally sat down and had it on before this started. <laughs> What's it called? It's a faint... It's What's it start with? As. As I Lay Dying. <laughs> band or the book? The book. Or the James Franco adaptation of the novel? That one. <laughs> No, his adaptation was the band of the band. Of the band. Yeah. That's yeah. My, I didn't watch it for obvious reasons. James Franco in the band as I lay dying, as the world turns, <laughs> as as you as you are as you imagined it. Imagine dragging these balls on my face <laughs> as you. I don't know what it was called. I did look exi- right at the title when we turned it on. I know, and it's also a really famous Shakespeare play that you've undoubtedly heard the title of countless times as... in your life. The wind no, flies. What? I don't know what it is. What as is the it crow called? blows. As you like it. As you like it, as I said. We... Do you like that? I, I'm so... I can't believe you made that great as they lay dying joke without knowing what it was called. <laughs> I knew it was as You had something. the as, yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, he, uh, the landlord had a copy of that, said that it was fitting, and all of us having read that book, play, <laughs> and watch watch the college production of it. We all picked exactly what that meant, for sure. sure. Steely Dan yep. was involved. Pick, Pick. come back to me. Come back uh, Anyway, he had a copy of that. He said it was fitting, and we knew that, that, uh, that there's disguises involved mm. in that book. And he smelled uh, like bandages. What here's else what's, did we Here's find what's out? involved in that, in that play is... People to, pretending to be things that they're not. Yes. People pretending to be other people, which we pointed out. We did, yeah, we yeah. already did we, the joke we did about the our game. Yeah, so we're so not if you didn't listen to that, that one, yeah. we're, we're done that. <laughs> Get over it. But that is... <laughs> but that's the gist of it. There's also some rural, urban, class-like friction themes. It's pretty good. It's, I watched 30 minutes of it and then read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else happened? Uh, that's when we went over to the cafe... And the waitress said, man, there's this weird graffiti around the corner. That's you right. should take a peek at it. And yep. boy, was it some weird graffiti. Yeah. And we, we got really lucky with a critical role that allowed us to season three. I don't listen to that nerd <laughs> shit. I don't <laughs> either. <laughs> that allowed us to recognize it as a symbol of the Testament of New Flesh, which is a an organization um, obsessed with, uh, with magic they they chant in Aklo, a pre-human Aklo language. language. Yeah, yeah, and they worship some sort of uh, eternal and uh, elder being. Oh shit! Do these is this gonna be real Cthulhu? Are we gonna meet Cthulhu? Do you want to meet Cthulhu? I want to meet Cthulhu. 
We have in a campaign, haven't we? Yeah, we had Cthulhu uh, end one of our campaigns. That's true. Uh, when Joe's character was on the beach right, right, looking right, out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was pretty rad. I would, <laughs> that was dope. As, he, as Cthulhu just like rose up. Weren't weren't like the minions like lifting me in the air? The Like the star spawn were yeah. like lifting no, 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 you the, up into the air off the beach. The minions from Despicable Me. The minions yeah. from Despicable Me. <laughs> Stuart was there. Kevin, Bob. Yeah, all the classics. I was going to say, I would rather have run into the testament of nude flesh. (laughs) That's that's clever. Because you're horny? Because I'm horny. I'm really glad that uh, out of all the different characters that you guys have made for games that I've run for you, none of you have ever been like, and my character is horny. horny. (laughs) If you want to flirt with me, you can do it out of game. (laughs) That's my rule. (laughs) Is that where we ended? No. What happened next? We got a rude phone call that ruined our day. And it was Duchesne saying that he had just gotten a phone call oh, that ruined right. his day. And it was that Arvin had called and said, you're next. So we sped over there. How did he say that, Luke? Oh, I'm going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> slicing up Bibles. <laughs> it sounded like you said slicing up Bibles. <laughs> slicing up Bibles. New Testament? <laughs> Gone. <laughs> no, Mickey says eyeballs. Eyeballs? <laughs> eyeballs. <laughs> Slicing up eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we found out that he was in Ocean City. Mm. No, Ar- we did Arvin, not. Arvin no, we Chilton. did not. What we found out is that the phone call came from Arvin Chilton's phone, which is in oh, Ocean yeah. City. And, is, and specifically, we found out after we went to go keep watch over Duchesne that night. We've got Uniform PD. We also had, uh, yeah, and, and we arrived ourselves at Duchesne's house. Uh, when we called Chilton's phone, we heard it vibrating upstairs. And that's where we dun, ended dun, off. Yeah. Yeah. As someone made an intelligence check about As You Like It. I believe it was Agent Sparrow. Which you passed, and therefore yes. you were allowed to watch As You Like It today before we came in. <laughs> right. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have let me out of I, my cage. I would have said, you cannot get out of this cage, Thomas. Uh, does it smell like David still? I got some free time, though. <laughs> and I watched As You Like It. Why did we let him go? I don't know. We should have kept him around. such a rookie move. It was he so would... much fun to be a player. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's dig in. It's March 25th, 2016. The three of you are standing in Arvin Chilton's apartment. Say your characters' names real quick in your character voices, starting with Joe. Ellen Boyd. Now Luke. Kevin Gelato. Now Thomas. Agent Clarissa Sparrow. Wow. I loved that. We should do that more often. Okay. It's March 25th, 2016. You're all in Alexander Duchesne's apartment. It is pouring down rain outside. It is now dark. There are four squad cars outside. You know that there are some uh, Ocean City. Some ocean. Sorry, I've got a snap. I've got to take this. Yeah, of course. Uh, there's some ocean, <laughs> ocean shitty police officers outside <laughs> who had their kick the dog moment when they made fun of Kevin Gelato. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't forgotten that. He doesn't forget much. And as the three of you are standing inside Alexander Duchesne's apartment, you've asked him to call back Arvin Chilton. 
Bring, bring. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear from upstairs. Look at this photograph. <laughs> uh, Chad Krager, <laughs> classic <laughs> photograph by Nickelback, which is uh, the vibrate then ring ringtone yeah. <laughs> on Arvin Chilton's phone. Let's go ahead and move in dexterity order. So who has the highest dexterity? 60. You got a 70. 60. Joe, you are going to kick off in this... Uh, so the phone rings Joe and is we're looking, in combat? Joe, yeah, Joe is looking at me with, like, <laughs> incredulity. Is it like that we're racing upstairs? Nope. You can do whatever you want. Okay, Elwood El would not be the first one out the door. Sure, you don't have all. to be. Just because you're acting first doesn't mean that you need oh, to, okay. you know... Gotcha. I thought that's what you were having us talk about. Is marching order kind of thing. Well, we are talking. Uh, we're we're talking just about action order, so not marching order necessarily. Okay. But we're going to start with what do you do? Uh, make wide eyes at the guys and do the silence over the mouth thing and point up. Awesome. I'm going to roll intelligence awesome. real quick. Pass. What so. are you looking for here? The song's by Nickelback. Thank you. <laughs> I was going to do something if I failed my intelligence roll, okay. but I'm not going to do that. Always fun when a role player in, in your group decides to just voluntarily maybe fuck something up. <laughs> hey, man. It's what you've Zach's been, like, it's fun for me. It's it's also what you've been a part of forever. <laughs> no, 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 no. There, we, we stumble into <laughs> hilarious farce. But if you're like, yeah, my guy yells. <laughs> He's too dumb. It wasn't going to be that, but... <laughs> Hello? Hello? <laughs> because Luke decided he was thinking about doing something, let's just have uh, Agent Sparrow is going to go next. Cool. Agent Sparrow has, draws her gun when she hears the vibrating phone, and then she looks around to see how uh, Duchesne is reacting. He is immediately like... <gasps> And he's horrified, and he is, like, looking for a place to hide. Okay. Um, can I can I do any kind of examination of him, like an ocular pat-down? Yeah. And see if this is... I want to see if he's wearing a human suit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ocular pat-down to see if he's wearing a human suit. Uh, what do you want to roll for that? What do you think? Medicine or... Search, medicine, search? intelligence, humans... I think you would be able to determine. My intelligence is telling me he's not human. Three. Oh, and uh, three on the check. That was supposed to happen. It's on a timer. (gasps) (laughs) 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 A light just turned out in the room. (laughs) There's a grow light on the plants in the corner because they don't get enough sun. Okay. He has the bearing of someone who is in public service who worked for the feds. Like, the way that he reacted was something that someone with military experience... Like, he's got big claws and fur all over him. What did I say? You said... He, <laughs> he has the bearing. Oh, oh bearing. my God. <laughs> I was like, I know it was... <laughs> I didn't think it was actually going to be relevant. I thought... <laughs> I thought it was a real big reach. Um, like a bear might like have. A bear has. <laughs> a bear has. Um, Thomas is forgetting his background. He was not in any kind of law enforcement or... All that you know about Alexander Duchesne is that he supposedly played baseball (laughs) when he was younger. And you, like, don't know if that was... I mean, he said he wasn't very good at it. Uh, But that's all you really got. 
about him. You don't know a lot about him. He's old enough to have been retired, though, and the landlord is the retirement thing. That oh, he does. 100%. He's 79 years yeah. old. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Which, like, <laughs> you know, for me, I'll still be working. Right. <laughs> okay, so there's because. Yeah, everyone listening here will <laughs> yeah. be working in the water mines until. <laughs> But here in 2016, a 79-year-old is still pulling Social Security. Right. Right. Not working for Bezos so H2O when you, when you say that, does he look like a 79-year-old man who has that background? Or does this look like Arvin Chilton in the body? Or like something controlling his body in an unnatural way? Go ahead and roll sanity, Agent Sparrow. Pass. 58 on a current 80. Yeah, this is uh, just learning something new about Damn Alexander Damn it, this Duchesne. is when I should have failed sanity, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is just learning something new about Alexander Duchesne. This is an interesting moment of conflict for Thomas. Yeah, of course. Because I have a lot of suspicions about what's going on here. Why wouldn't you? However, the main thing is that uh, Agent Sparrow doesn't know she's in a scenario called control copy. Sure. I don't know why you keep saying that, because I don't know what that means. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Don't gaslight me. I don't know anything I know it's your about job. computers. <laughs> no, it's your job, but it's my job to gaslight you. <laughs> That's what a DM does. <laughs> In Delta Green, yeah, like mm-hmm. half the time for sure. Yeah. So uh, without metagaming, what do you do next? <laughs> like my only possible actions lead me towards a terrible fate. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, but I guess that's the game we play, so. It is. She passing that sanity test she all of a sudden thinks he might be a little more capable than she estimated sure so she says to the uniform pd you stay on him you protect him i'm going upstairs luke what is kevin gelato doing he looks up at the uh where the vibration is coming from and looks down at his hand which is balled up into a fist. Right. And then he. Sorry, let me say that again without vape in my mouth. <laughs> he looks down at his hand, which is balled up into a fist, but then he sees Sparrow start heading towards the door and decides to follow her. I'll go first. And he heads up the stairs. No, no, wait. He waits. Let me in first. He lets her in front of him. Okay, are you approaching the stairs stealthily or are you going to run up them? Stealthily, but quickly. Which one of the two of you has the worst stealth of the two? I don't have any. I have 10%. Yeah, same. Okay, so either one of you can roll. You should roll. (laughs) (laughs) I got a 91. She's like running up like, FBI. Like, she's not saying it, but she runs up the stairs, drunk gone. And behind her, I mean, behind her, you hear, (laughs) Dump, dump, dump. (laughs) Bless you, but be quiet. And the door is closed. Locked? No. She opens it. So just like in Silence of the Lambs, which we watched yesterday. Remember at her Quantico training where she gets capped? Oh, yeah. From behind the door, she missed the corner. check her corners. Yeah. She carefully opens the doors, checking her corners. Oh, I love Tradecraft. Oh, it (laughs) feels so good when it's well used in a game. Man, that's excellent. Okay, so because you check the corners, you get to see the same thing you would have seen if you hadn't, which is is absolutely (laughs) nothing different in this room, except for there is a phone sitting on the kitchen countertop. 
Can we clock that it definitely wasn't there the last time we were in the apartment? A hundred percent it wasn't, but question for Elwood Boyd. Are you now upstairs or are you hanging out downstairs? I am standing behind Kevin like he's a human shield. Okay, perfect. I'm literally peeking out from behind it from time to time. <laughs> yes, and your hands went up to prove it. <laughs> <laughs> are there any security cameras on the property? No, none that you're aware of. What if I rolled electrician to see if there is one? <laughs> Yeah, okay, go go ahead and roll. It's my craft. Okay, fantastic. I love a craft. Just four young witches There's learning not how to... Thomas showed me the craft. Cameras. I'd never seen it until Thomas showed me that movie. A couple of Halloweens ago. Yeah. No, yeah, I remember, yeah, but I good. think that was the first time I watched it too. Oh, nice. It was rad. What's up? What about... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what What's about up? What were we doing in the game? A dating show with okay. witches called Craft American Singles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the craft American singles. But yeah, it's always good when a show has sponsorship built into it. <laughs> oh yeah, it's paid for already. Yeah, wait, can't forget the witches. Can this just be a cheese dater show? <laughs> what kind of cheese do you like? I only eat craft. <laughs> I failed, so there's not any security. Oh, cameras. you failed. Okay, sounds good. No security cameras around to speak of that you know of. Everything seems to be in the no exact same place where it was anything. left. Everything. Like bloody footprints. No bloody, obviously right no there. obvious bloody footprints. No. Can I give this room an ocular pat down? Absolutely. Roll forensics for me. Eight. An eight on a forensics check shows that, yes, someone has absolutely been in this apartment. You can tell because there's now a phone in the middle <laughs> of the table. <laughs> there's a path of dirt uh, in between the front door in the kitchen where the phone is. If I forensic that and get a critical success, can I Sherlock it? You would absolutely Sherlock the entire fucking thing. This is from... <laughs> so yeah, she. I failed. She leans down and like picks up some of the dirt and rubs it between her fingers and smells it. And this person had stepped in dog shit and she got some dog shit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but you know that that dog shit was fresh. So like this clearly happened in between the time where you were here earlier and now. Kevin sees her doing that and is like, oh, that's a, maybe I should do that too. Maybe I should and, smell the dog and shit. And he like <laughs> eats, eats a little bit of it. No, like, no, yeah. He's like, no, no. Yeah. He just nods his head. <laughs> no, no, I hate this. He, yes, keep he, doing it. He nods his head. <laughs> he nods his head in his mind. He's like, that's definitely dog shit. Uh-huh. I've had that before. Sure. And then, <laughs> wow. But he just nods his head having no idea what she's thinking. She... She gives him the saddest look. <laughs> he thinks she's sad because she can't figure out where the dog shit came from. Uh-oh. Four rolls. What's up, guys? Zach rolled the dice four times and then didn't say anything. If if Elwood uh, feels like the room is empty, do I? Yep. I want to go in and go to the phone. I want to grab the phone and I want to look through it. Is this a studio? Yeah. Okay, we're in the only room. You are in the only room. Is the there a only bathroom? other thing is the bathroom. There's two doors, closet and bathroom. Is that dirt trail lead to the bathroom? Nope. Is that dirt trail lead to the closet? Nope. Is that dirt trail lead to the phone and then back out the door? Yep. Okay. This dirt trail leads out the the floor. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. This dirt trail leads to the door and out and... <laughs> <laughs> this dirt trail leads to the door after it leads to the phone, which it led to from the door. It's actually dog shit, not <laughs> dirt. I, I know, I know. 
Me too. Just <laughs> has yeah, a, I know has too. All, yeah. And maybe he has a. Does it, Alvin? What's his fucking name? <laughs> Arvin Chilton. <laughs> Arvin. Arvin. But I thought his name was Alvin last episode too. <laughs> Arvin. Does Arvin have a dog? I feel like it's probably just an environmental hazard. Oh, okay. Have you ever stepped in dog shit? No. Well, I have. I was never trying to. Whoa, what a weird way to answer that question. I just assumed. He didn't want to be embarrassed. Yeah, like, Like, no, who steps in dog shit? I don't step in dog shit. It's okay. Everybody steps in it sometimes. You don't know. Some people even say it's good luck. A lot. I'm lucky. Yeah, because, you know, after you stepped in dog shit, what's the worst thing that could happen to you that day? You get it in your mouth. Yeah, you did that. You did that. But that happened before. You haven't stepped in any of it yet. No. So there you go. Once you step in it, probably nothing worse will happen than putting that shit in your mouth. What kind of phone is it? <laughs> Good talk. Uh, I watched a trailer today. Quick trailer alert. Trailer alert! You guys know how we do trailer alerts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> classic trailer alert. Make trailer alerts a thing. <laughs> trailer alert! We watched a trailer for a Netflix Christmas movie today with the guy from Crazy Rich Asians and the girl, for, the blonde girl from Game of Thrones. And oh, do they age it? They, uh, <laughs> uh, she, a bird shits in her eye. And nice. She fucking dies. And he tells her it's good luck. And she's like, what? That's- <laughs> and he's like, do you want to go out with me? And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dog shit I get. If a bird shits a bird in your shit eye. shit in her eye. And they cursed. show it in the trailer of like the goop hitting, which now, uh-oh, side story. I saw Kings of Leon perform after the... <laughs> A I think she told this eye. on the pod already. <laughs> Have I? Oh, okay, then I won't tell it again. But when I saw Kings of Leon, they played outside and a bird shit in the bassist's mouth. And they shut down the show they after quit three the show. songs. I remember that was in the news when it happened because of that. Okay, they opened with Closer, which is the first song off Only by the Night. And then they played the next song off Only by the Night, which is Crawl, which is a fucking jam. And then they played Taper Jean Girl, which was fucking rad. And so I heard my the only three songs I like by Kings of Leon. <laughs> and during the third one, a bird straight up, I watched the shit fall down from the rafters and the bassist looked up at just the wrong time and it landed directly in his mouth he ripped his bass off of himself and walked off stage and then they finished the song and left that's so lame listen i don't know how much shit went how far down his throat (laughs) i can imagine a scenario in which i need to like stop the show but i think in most scenarios if a bird shit in your mouth you fucking wash that shit you out. Take a and minute. Like, you take a yeah, minute. You take and you a minute, back. and then you go play a kick-ass rock show. It was made exponentially better because Justin Bieber like broke his leg on stage and finished the show. Justin right. Bieber just out <laughs> rock starred you. Yeah, and, and, and they're like, <laughs> he's a like, pop We're star. Southern whiskey drinking boys. <laughs> Is and, that their deal? Yeah, I thought that their deal was that they were vaguely Christian. Their dad was like a tent preacher or something. Yeah. We should get back to the episode. So. Yeah. There is a phone sitting on the kitchen countertop. I want to pick it up and look through it. Yeah, of course. It matches all the incoming and outgoing phone calls that you would recognize from the log that you got from the FBI. I want to check text messages. 
Yeah, when you go into text messages, there are very few and far between. Uh, it seems that Chilton was not much of a texter. Can I look for uh, correspondence with his ex-wife before that phone call that she received a few days before she died? It had been a long time since okay. he had called her, yeah. can I, Is there a role I can do to make sure I'm not missing anything in this phone? Uh, what do you want to roll for that? I'll, I'll do it, too. That's an eight on Sigint. Oh, dude, hell yeah. Uh, so... Because you rolled SIGINT, and I love that skill, and we never use it. If you go through the photos, and you start scrolling through, you're going to realize that each panel of, like, nine photos, the top left, top right, bottom left, and bottom right, remind you strangely of, like, the points of, of that, that weird uh, pentagram, the, the thing. pentagram. Vitruvian man. Yeah, pentagram. that you saw earlier. And all the nudes remind us of the testament of the nude flesh. <laughs> <laughs> that really got me. It did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like I <laughs> stole something. <laughs> like, that wasn't that good. <laughs> Arvin Chilton, or whoever was using this phone, is clearly involved with the testament, testament of, of the, the nude, nude flesh. flesh. Thank you. Maybe we, uh, you should Google the new flesh and see if we can join in quotation marks. If, while I'm holding this phone, can I just Google that, the Testament of the New Flesh? When you go to Google the Testament of the New Flesh and it, it autofills. Auto sure. Oh, it, uh, it autofilled. Uh, he's, been, he's been looking it up himself. Have you seen these pictures here? He's even like doing the diagram in his photos. He knows something. He's, he's part of this group, I think. Seeing that pattern that they've seen in the photos, uh, she asks Elwood, "If you go to the call logs, are there are there any numbers, new numbers that start appearing around the same time as that uh, as that as that photo pattern?" Let me see here. Uh, it looks like there's yeah, there's there's one here that uh, he hadn't called it before the twentieth. Yeah, it's a new one to him. When did he last call it? I wonder when he last called it. Twenty third. Click on the info and it says the twenty third. That was uh, the day, three days after the deaths? Two days after Two the deaths. Two days after the initial deaths, but the same day as the gas station death. Yeah. What time is the call in relation to the gas station death? Earlier. Okay. And the date of the first phone call? The day before. So the day after the McCartys were murdered, and then the the day that the gas station attendant, Quentin Harris, was murdered. But before the murder. Occurred. But before that, Quentin Harris murder. And this is just like a a phone number, not a saved contact. It doesn't not say a like saved contact. cool cult number. It does not say <laughs> cool cult number. No. Is the area code the same like Ocean City? Great question. It is, also, it is not an Ocean City number. Is it like a New York City number? It's Newark, baby. Oh, Newark. Newark. No, sorry. Shit. <gasps> Am I dumb? Do you not know your nation's area codes? (laughs) (laughs) It's 417 and Zach made the call. No, I was right. It's Newark. And uh, is there a duration listed for how long these calls lasted? Uh, The first one is two and a half minutes, and the second one is 30 seconds. Oh, okay. Zach's Zach rolling and laughing four times. <laughs> oh my god! Again for the second time. Uh, everybody, roll alertness. Ninety-four. Four. I pass with a fourteen. It is raining outside. The highest success was a fourteen. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's raining outside. Feels like I'm on the last bend of the deep end, but the drowning's been just fine. And when my ears pop and the shell shock of this pit stop frees my mind, I'll be alright. I can go there now that I stare death in the face. I'll be alright. I can go there now that I've stared death in the face. Build it. 